Hi, this is Sam Garman. And I'm Michael Soto. You're listening to Transform. The podcast where we explore the stories and experiences of folks who are transgender. Beyond the transition. One, two, three, four. What did your mom say? What is your real name? How about those drugs that you take? And does your voice change? How come you don't feel ashamed? What kind of love do you make? But you don't care about my answers. Your questions ignore me. Let me tell you a story. So welcome back. Welcome back. This is our first episode in our new studio setup. Yes, it is. It's a it's a much more comfortable studio. Agreed. Uh-huh. There was it, there used to be some very straight backed chairs <laughs> that were very unforgiving on the butt, uh-huh. um, and a table which very much, um, and all of the microphones blocked anyone's view of each other true so like you're having conversations with people while trying to like dodge around the microphone but now we have a couch yep and chairs yep uh there's a very nice place for fdr to lay and cuddle with michael while we podcast which is really important to him i mean this was really about meeting fdr's needs more than anything as the pod dog (laughs) not really about us not really about us (laughs) although this chair that i'm sitting in is more comfortable good Good. There is an even more comfortable chair that you have so far hitherto declined to sit in, but it's available when you're ready. This chair is suiting my needs. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. Yeah. (laughs) So it has Uh, been a couple months since we have been with you all. mm -hmm. Um, And can I just tell you all, one of my favorite things is when uh, the the people who are listening to this see me in everyday life and tell me <laughs> that they feel like they're having a conversation with us every week yeah. and they forget that I don't know that I'm having a conversation with them. <laughs> um, so the, the fact that we are a part of your lives is really meaningful to us. We're really, we love that. Um, I love that people are engaging and listening and feeling like they're having a conversation with us, which yeah. is precisely what we were hoping for absolutely yeah i feel like that uh, accomplishes uh, at least one of the goals that we had when we set out for people to feel comfortable with uh, talking to trans people and about trans stuff yeah for sure for sure uh we have been busy though in our break oh yeah not so much busy doing podcast stuff we've been doing other stuff true we we do we do a few things other than just a couple things podcasting yeah Sam, what have you been doing? Um, well, I think the biggest thing is that I took a really fantastic backpacking trip in the Sierra Nevada mountains. Yeah. Um, and it was um, beautiful and fun and really amazing to get away. Um, and it will be a thing that I will definitely do again. So That's awesome. That was a really fantastic thing, and I loved the opportunity to do it. It was really cool. Uh, I have seen some amazing photos that you took from that trip. Uh, I bet our listeners would love to see one or two of those. We might be able to make that happen. Probably, yeah. It's it's possible. It's possible. It's possible, it's possible that can be arranged. <laughs> what have you been spending your time doing, Michael? Uh, so I started a new job this summer, Sam. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm uh, 
now the executive director of the statewide LGBTQ advocacy group here in Arizona. Uh, so I've been really busy. I've <laughs> been working a lot. Just like a couple things going just, on. Just a few things. You it's know? not like there's like a big election or anything coming up that right. you're spending a lot of time. Doesn't take any of my time, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Advocating and organizing. Sure. Yeah, it's Sure. Pretty. Doing electoral work <laughs> and trying to get people engaged and, you know, voting and stuff. It's really just as simple as telling people to vote, right? Yeah. That's, that's all how, it takes. Just vote. That's it. You yeah. just say it once and everybody does it. So really so we'll go easy on lift. record. We'll go on record here yeah. and just say, if you're listening to this podcast, you should vote. Please vote. Please vote. Yes. Your and vote matters. Please vote for people who will responsibly govern and who will responsibly govern for all of the people in a way that is inclusive and equitable. That narrows down your candidates, just so you know. It so does narrow down we, candidates. We're really asking that you do that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I was. It was interesting. I was having a conversation with um, some college students. I got invited to to be a guest speaker at a college class, and I was talking about. And you know, as a as a speaker in a class, I am not at liberty to tell anyone who to vote for. True. But we had a really interesting and engaging conversation about how you determine who you should vote for. Oh, nice. Like, what what are the ways you could do that yeah. beyond just being like I'm going to vote for this letter after a candidate's name? Like, exactly. How do I find out what a candidate really believes? Yeah. How do I look to other advocacy organizations who might understand policy stuff better than I do? Yeah. What are some reliable sources for that? And it was a really fantastic conversation. It was really cool to have that conversation with college students yeah. who were like taking notes and like, oh yeah, this is really great information. I, I was like, you can look up your candidate's Facebook page. And they're oh, like, yeah. they have what? <laughs> <laughs> they have all the social media, most of them. So yeah. go to town. That's awesome. That yeah. makes a huge difference. So it was really cool. Yeah. I've been actually going around the state of Arizona uh, a lot this summer talking to small groups of people um, in a lot of rural places about similar things about what they can do, uh, how they can get involved and, um, how they can build community in their neck of the woods, um, and how they can be a part of a larger political LGBTQ movement, which, um, has really been an honor. It's been exciting to see people get really excited about talking about these issues, um, and then really excited and starting to organize themselves and be a part of that process. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I'm really excited. So we're talking about voting just a little bit because obviously uh, as we are launching in the uh-huh. early part of October, that means that you know we're thinking about next month's election. Uh-huh. Um, and we're really excited. Uh, our next episode, we're going to be hearing from a candidate, a trans woman in Phoenix who ran for office about what it's like to run as yeah. a trans person in Phoenix. Yeah. It's going to be a great interview. Can't yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for you all to hear from her about yeah. her experiences and what she um, – the the many challenges she faced and yeah. um, the ways that she sort of was able to embrace her identity as she was running. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people, uh, including me, I've thought for a long time, I'm trans, I shouldn't run for office, right? That's too much of a burden um, to ask my family to carry, to ask my friends to carry, right? There's going to be a lot of nasty things said. Um and I think we're seeing trans candidates here in Arizona and all over the country that are saying, yeah, no, I'm going to run for office. I'm going to be the trans person I am. And nobody can use that as ammunition against me. And it's really working. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. That's it. I mean, and I think it's an important thing to, you know, and we'll talk about this with 
her. And we'll also talk about this with our, we're having an interview with uh, the executive director of the National Center for Transgender Equality um, in DC in a couple of weeks. So you want to stay tuned for that. But definitely we're talking to both of them about like, what is the impact of having trans folks involved in making policy? Like what does... Yeah. What does that mean? What does it look like? And I think that's uh, it's a critical thing. It's, yeah. It's part of what we hope for. Absolutely. Uh, we're also going to be talking to folks about um, the ways that their identities evolve. So we're going to be talking to um, trans folks that came out young um, and how they've grown sort of into their identity in different ways. Uh, we're going to be cho- talking to trans folks that do drag, um, which is always awesome. Uh, cool to highlight that very performative experience um, and then also get to hear about their personal experience of being trans. Um, And we're also going to be talking to people about, you know, lots of uh, really personal things in their lives, talking about people to people about their relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, We really, y'all, we have a like trans love story for the ages. We do. Um, Like it's pretty epic. It's a pretty, it's, it's like solid rom-com material. Seriously. We're going to be bringing to you this, this season. Yeah. And I feel like Netflix needs to pick up this like story because it it was pretty great. I mean, it's got everything. It does. It has all the pieces. You're going to love it. (laughs) (laughs) So we've got a lot in store for you this season. Uh, We're going to, also bring you our ally moments every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do another ask a trans guy. So we hope that you will participate and send in your questions. Yep. And we will do another, at least one um, trans news uh-huh. hour uh, where we'll talk about news stories and things that we've seen yeah. um, and, and our take on them and really how they're impacting the trans community. So if you see things like either on your Facebook newsfeed or you see them on Twitter or you see them when you're reading the actual paper, uh, for some of you delightful unicorns who still do that, <laughs> um, send us those things. Cause we would love to yeah. read about them and talk about the things that you're reading and thinking about. Send So send us an article, send us your questions about it. Uh, we would love to include that as part of the conversation. Yeah, definitely. And you can do that through email um, at, transformpod at gmail.com or you can tag us on facebook or send us a message on facebook yeah absolutely and thank you to the people who um both over the break and and at the end of last season especially were sending us messages about how much the podcast Mm -hmm. means to them um we got some really fantastic messages from people talking about how their lives have been changed or their perspective has been changed around this issue because of listening to the podcast Um, and we really think that's i mean really that's down to our guests being willing to share their experiences and their stories. Like it's, it's about an opportunity to be really authentic and vulnerable in our story sharing. And so uh, we're thrilled that this is um, giving some of you all some added perspective and, and changes. So thank you. Yeah. Uh, And we really appreciate the questions that you bring, you know, and what you bring because that, that adds uh, to the quality of the show that we can produce. Right. So the more we hear from you, the more we're able to be responsive uh, and uh, give you what you're looking for. Yeah. And we're going to ask from you a big favor as we're going into our second season. Um, We're getting really good listens. Like people are listening and tuning in. Uh, We would love it if you would share this podcast widely. Yes, please. So uh, share it on your social media. If you're a trans person and you're involved in a trans Facebook group or uh, some other kind of group, please share it. Um, if you are in a group text with people who are talking about this kind of stuff, uh, feel free to share episodes that might have spoken to you. Um, we would really love to get this out to more people who might be struggling or feeling like they're alone or might be looking for more information. Um, please 
feel free to share yeah. uh, as widely as possible. Absolutely. Uh, and one more ask, uh, Sam and I are starting to consider having some advertisements and things like that on the program. Um, and we want to make sure that the advertisements are promoting, uh, trans businesses, uh, are promoting the work of LGBTQ people, especially trans folks, um, and, uh, companies and organizations that are friendly to trans folks. So if there is an amazing trans entrepreneur out there, a company that's doing work in our space, please let us know because um, we can do research, but we may not hit them all. So uh, if you know of someone, send them our way. Yeah, absolutely. We recognize that there may be a lot of you out there who are tuning in, who are not part of the trans community, but are joining us today because there's something about the trans community that's interesting to you, or you're looking for more information. And so to honor that, we're going to do an ally moment every episode. So this week's ally moment um, comes from an experience I had at work a couple weeks ago. Um, I got consulted, I got, I got called by a client who was transgender and was experiencing a uh, a policy that didn't make sense uh-huh. ended up being a blockade for being able to access uh, what he was trying to access. Uh-huh. And as I did a little bit of digging into it, I realized that the person who had made the decision about the policy didn't have correct information. Oh, wow. Just was like, well, in Utah, it's like this. And I was like, but mm. this isn't Utah. This is Arizona. And that's yeah. not how it goes here. Uh-uh. And so a policy decision had been made yeah. without all of the information and it it literally had never occurred to them to look further into it, to wow. do like even more than a cursory Google about wow. what it was that should happen in this policy. And so wow. today's ally moment is really about um, how do you ensure that if you're working on a policy or a procedure within your organization or your institution or your government, yeah. um, that it actually includes trans folks. Yeah. Uh, that's really key. Um, one for the, the knowledge of lived experience, right. To make yep. sure that the policy, uh, the change that you're trying to create, um, or the policy you're trying to create actually includes the, and covers the needs of trans folks. Um, that has happened a lot. just in my work, even at the state legislature, uh, throughout the years, seeing, so many different bills being run uh, that are meant to include the entire LGBTQ community um, that because of bad language, um, outdated, you know, ideas, <laughs> all of that mm-hmm. uh, end up not actually covering us or including us. Um, yeah. And so, in fact, turn into really bad bills. That yeah. Then it becomes really confusing for people, uh, especially elected officials, right, who are like, wait, I'm trying to do a good thing. And it's like, I know you're trying. But the language that you've used actually doesn't accomplish the goal you're trying to get to. So it's not something we can support, you know, or it's not something that will be good for the community. Um, yeah. That can be alleviated by going to the community, right? Going mm-hmm. to LGBTQ mm-hmm. people, especially trans folks, and asking us what we actually need policy-wise. Yeah. And there are – and the, the, the thing is, it is hard mm-hmm. when you don't have the lived experience to right. figure out, like – okay, well, how do we write this policy? Yeah. Because the reality is we don't know what we don't know. Right. If you haven't lived it, if you don't have somebody, if you've never walked through the process of changing a name and identification with somebody, it would never occur to you some of the hurdles you have to go over yeah. and the ways in which those identification barriers then turn into 
massive risks right. for trans folks. Absolutely. So the really the the way around it is actually to create consultants uh-huh. of trans and LGBTQ people. Yep. And that does not mean to call your resident trans friend and be like, <laughs> hey, would you do this work for me? Right. What it actually means is to pay yeah. trans and LGBTQ folks yep. to look over your policy books and make sure that there is inclusion. Yeah. Absolutely. There are a ton of trans folks who work in policy, uh, whether that's mm-hmm. government policy or organizational policy, right? Sort of organizational leadership. Um, there are also tons of trans folks who are lawyers uh, who are doing all of this kind of work all the time. So reach out, um, ask folks. You can also pair uh, someone with technical expertise, like a lawyer, with a trans person who has mm-hmm. the lived experience. So there are lots of ways to um, ask people to contribute their knowledge uh, to a policy perspective and to potential policy change. Um, and it's critical that you pay us. Um, it's really important. So especially when we're talking about uh, in Arizona, the average salary for a transgender person is $20,000 a year. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. can give someone a $5,000 gig, you're making a big difference in their life. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and you know, there's, it can also be that you can ask transgender people within your own organization how the yeah. impact, how their policies impact them. But also know that like we end up doing a lot of work uh-huh. to educate the people around us about our lives all the time. Like yeah. trans people don't even get to go to the doctor without having to educate someone about our experiences. Exactly. So the idea of being like, oh, hey, you're a trans person. Can you tell me about what this policy and our organization should be? Right. Like, you know, recognize recognize what you're asking of someone uh-huh. um, and, and do that. And, you know, I do that work because it's important because it's for the clients that we serve. It's not about me. It's about making sure that these young people actually get the access that they need. Right. Um, but it's exhausting to recognize that a company, uh, you know, that an organization the size of mine is not like is not thinking about that and doing that work proactively. Someone's yeah. just making a decision without having all of the facts. Absolutely. Well, and just, you know, think of how, what a, a message it sends. If a big organization like yours hires trans consultants to be a part of that conversation yep. um, and, or offers to compensate you in addition to the work that you do for your job, right. right. Yeah. For being, an expert and a consultant for so many people within your organization on trans specific issues. Yeah. Yeah. So the bottom line is if um, you're in the room having a discussion about policy, um, make sure that you are including a lens of, you know, equity for the LGBTQ community and think about like, how do we include those folks in that conversation and compensate them? Absolutely. You can probably hear FDR snoring. Maybe we should get a close-up of that. (laughs) (laughs) It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Oh, that dog. Just snoring. Snoring. Full on. So boring we are to him. Yeah. He's not entertained by us, Sam. We're not doing our job. Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss out on a single new episode. 
Our music is by Skylar Kurgel. Check him out at SkylarKurgel.com where you can see what he's up to and link to all his social media. We want to hear from you. You can connect with us on TransformPod.com or on Facebook at TransformPod. We appreciate all your questions and feedback, so please email us at TransformPod at gmail.com. We really encourage your thoughtful and positive feedback. If you disagree with us, that's fine, but we will not engage in any name-calling or dehumanizing talk, so please just don't do it. Thanks for going beyond the transition with us. Please tell me a story.